Praise the Lord. Saints of God. Hallelujah. In Romans 8, 31, the word says, if God be for you, who can be against you? If God be for you, who can be against you? Hallelujah. Saints of God, today I want to bring the word of the Lord to you. Um, and I believe that this is going to be an encouraging word and something that the Lord is going to speak to each and every one of you today. Amen. We're going to be taking it today from 2 Kings chapter 6. 2 Kings chapter 6. Um, I want to first start off with Romans 8.31 because it says, if God is for me, who can be against me? See, you can have God on your side and it doesn't matter what else is going on in your life because if God is on your side, you're victorious. You're victorious. You're a forerunner. You're going to prevail in prayer and you will succeed because prayer is the key to the kingdom. Prayer is the key. It is the key. It is the prevailing key to the kingdom, to advancing the kingdom. If God be for you, who can be against you, saints of God? There is nothing that can come against you and be successful against a God-fearing individual that knows that prayer is their spiritual communion and that prayer is the way they advance in the kingdom. Amen? And so it's important that we remember that Romans 8.31 says, if God is for you, you have no need to worry. You have no need to fear. You have no need to be concerned of who is going to be against you. When you go over to 2 Kings chapter 6, there's a familiar story. And in this story, we have Elisha and his, and his servant, right? And his servant basically goes up to Elisha and is terrified. He's so worried because he looks out and he, see an ar he sees an army encamped around him. And he starts to fret and he starts to wonder and he starts to say, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? But Elijah, Elisha, a man of God, a man of prayer, prayed for his friend. He prayed for his servant and up and we need to pray not only for ourselves, but we need to pray for those that come to us with concerns. Well, we need to pray for our family. We need to pray for our children. And the way Elisha prayed is significant. I'm going to read it to you here because there's a key here. There is a key here. It says here that when the servant of the man arose, he says, he rose and he went out and there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, alas, my master, what shall we do? This man was looking in the natural. Stop looking in the natural. When you, when you look in the natural, you're going to have a natural life. But I remember that the word of God says that you are supernatural, that God has created you in his image and in his likeness. And there is nothing natural about that. Amen. So you're a supernatural being that you have the spirit of the living God, the breath of God that he breathed himself in you. And now you live a life or we're supposed to live a life that gives glory to God in, in supernatural ways, natural and supernatural. But here, this man was only looking to the natural. He was looking to the natural and he's seeing the disaster all around him. He's seeing the impending danger all around him. He says, what shall we do? And so he answered, here's, here's Elisha's answer. He says, do not fear. He says, those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And so Elisha was a man of prayer. Elisha already knew that if God be for me, who can be against me? We need to already go into every battle knowing that if God be for me, who can be against me? You'll see the chariots. You'll see the horses. You'll see the fires. You'll see the impending dangers. But if God be for you, who can be against you? It'll be embedded within you as your children come home with the 
report of the enemy. As you, you see these negative reports, you see these things unfolding and they're not good. But if God be for you, who can be against you? You're going to stand, saints of God. You're going to stand, mighty soldier. You're going to gird up your loins. You're going to stand firm in the word of God. You're going to put on the helmet of salvation. You're going to put on the breastplate of righteousness. You're going to put on the gospel shoes of peace. You're going to put on the belt of truth. You're going to grab your sword. You're going to grab your shield. You're going to be armed and dangerous because God says, I am for you. And if I be for you, who can be against you? Amen. So that takes time. That takes that takes practice. That takes daily being diligent to the word of God and in prayer. That takes persistence. Amen. But we're called to do that. We're called to be persistent in the word. Now here, here's what Elijah says. And we know this. This is not an unfamiliar story, but it's a, it's a story that's worth repeating because Elijah prayed. He said, Oh Lord, I pray, open his eyes. What should we be praying for our loved ones? Lord, open their eyes. Father, I've told them, yes, you know, 10 times to Sunday. You know, I've prayed, I've spoken, you know, but Father, open their eyes. What should we be praying? Lord, open their eyes that they may see. Because when they see what the Lord is doing, when they see, everything changes, right? When they hear from the Lord. When the Lord spoke to you is when you moved. Because see, we can tell people and it may help them and encourage them. But when the Lord tells them is when things really happen. It's when the Lord speaks it to their spirit man. It's when the Lord opens up their ears and their eyes that they have that revelation. It's when the Lord speaks to their spirit man that all of a sudden it's, wow, oh my goodness. Pray, Lord, open their eyes. Father, open their eyes. And when Elisha prayed this, his servant's eyes were opened. Not only did he see what was in the natural, the enemy's army already encamped around them, but he saw the chariots of fire. He saw the Lord's plan. He saw that if God be for me, who can be against me? Yeah, I see your puny little attack, devil, but I also see God, God's magnificent plan, and it's the plan of God that is the plan that's going to stand. And so today's word for you is to pray, open their eyes. Father, open their eyes, that when their eyes are opened is when they're going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. When their eyes are opened is when they're going to see that surely God is for me. Surely, surely he is with me. When God opens up their eyes, it's when the Lord's, it's when God opens up ears and eyes. And I'm talking about spiritually right now. Of course, he is the God of uh, incredible supernatural. And, you know, and if a physical need is, is necessary, then God is the God. He's the healer. Come on. He's the restorer. Come on. He's the, he's Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals you. He, he's, he's Jehovah Jireh, the God that's going to provide everything that you need, right? Jehovah Shalom. He's the Lord God, your peace. He is Jehovah Nisi. God is present. He is here. He is with you. He's an all present, all knowing God. But I'm talking about spiritual sight. Right now, I'm talking about spiritual. I'm talking about understanding, um, walking, walking with this, with, with an assurity. I'm talking about having spiritual eyes opened up right now. Amen. And so we, we get to pray. Father, open up their spiritual eyes. You know, the word says that one puts the flight a thousand and two ten thousand. As you pray, Father, open up their eyes. Father, open up the, the eyes of their spirit, man. This is a prayer that was spoken in Ephesians, right? And, you know, you'll find this all throughout the Bible. Father, open up their eyes that they will see. Oh, Father, we pray that right now. 
Father, open up their eyes, just like Elisha prayed. Lord, open up the eyes of our loved ones. Father, open up their eyes that they will see. They'll behold the horses of chariots with fire all around them. They'll see the presence of the Lord. They'll see the plan of the Lord. And Father, for some, I, I want to just pray this right now. Father, for some, they need to see the, the demonic attack because they don't even believe it's real. Some need to see the, the demonic presence because they believe because they don't even believe it. They've been captivated by a deceptive army and they don't know the battle that they're up against. They're still in a battle. They're just unaware of it. The most dangerous place you can be is in a battle and not be aware that you're in a battle because you're a sitting duck, unarmed, left unarmed. Now, praise God for his unending mercy. But at the same time, you do not have your spiritual armor on. Guess who's ready for an attack? right? So the most dangerous place an individual can be is in the forefront of the battle and not even realizing he's in a battle unprepared. So that's where we come in. Father, open up their eyes, open up their eyes. Yes. To the, to, to your provision, but also Lord, open up their eyes to see the demonic plans and the attacks. And if they need to see those demonic spirits, and if it's going to scare them into, into action, you know, uh, then so be it whatever is required, but Lord, open up their eyes that they will realize that this is not a joke, that this is not a joke, that they're really in a battle. But yes, God is victorious, but we got to do it God's way. We must be in obedience to the word if we're going to get the fruit of the word. We must be in obedience to the word of God. Now, the word of God is never going to return unto you void. The, his word, his promises are yes and amen. It's never going to return unto you void. But we must be in obedience to that word if you're going to receive the fulfillment of what that word promises. Amen? So we get to pray. Father, open up their eyes. Let them see what they haven't understood. Let them see not only your provision, but let them see the demonic encampment all around them that they'll realize that this is not a joke. This is a for real thing. It's a battle of the souls. It's a battle to, to, for souls. But God is for us. And if God be for us, if God be for them, who can be against them? But saints, that's where you come in. That is where you come in because don't, don't believe the lie that, you know, just don't believe the lie that every single person is going to have their eyes opened. It's not true. We know that. We know that hell is full of, of people that just wouldn't believe. They wouldn't adhere to the promises of God. They would not, they would not submit their lives to Jesus Christ. So don't become deceived into, well, they're just going to automatically, you know, because they were raised in a Christian home and because I pray for them. Stand firm, saints of God. It's a battle for the souls. We stand in faith, not in fear, but we must stand knowing that it is a battle. Gird yourself up so that you can stand in the gap and be victorious on their behalf and stand and pray until their eyes are opened. Amen. Oh, Father, we thank you. Jehovah Jireh, Father, you said you were going to provide. Lord, you said that we stand in faith. Father, you said that you are our healer. And in every sense of the word, you will heal us. Thank you, Father. Je Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, my God, who heals. Father, loved ones are in a place of being critical. Like in their, you know, talk about ICU and people are in a, in a critical condition in their physical being, right? Their bodies. But sometimes spiritually, they're in ICU. Sometimes they're in a spiritual ICU and they don't even recognize it. But it takes an individual. It takes one man. It takes one woman. It took Elisha here to say, Father, open up their eyes. 
because what they're talking about, the report that they're bringing is not the right report. They're listening and they're looking at the wrong source. So some of our individuals are in, an, in a spiritual ICU, but it takes one individual with eyes of faith. It takes one individual that will say, I will stand up and I will be a voice in the darkness. Will you be that voice in the darkness for your loved ones, for your family members, for your neighbors, for your city, for your church, for those that God has entrusted in your life? Will you be that voice that will stand and decree, if God be for me, who can be against me? Roll up your sleeves and march in. Know that you're marching in armed and dangerous with the will and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Amen? And then you stand back and you watch God move. You stand back and you don't shrink back, but you stand back and you watch God move. You stand back with the word of God consistently coming out of your mouth because it's a double-edged sword and it's going to divide and it's going to cut, but it's going to heal. The word of God will never return into you void, but we've got to know the word if we're going to receive the benefits of the word. Amen? Amen? You're victorious in Christ. And morning by morning, God has told me to come and to encourage the body of Christ to stand in the rightful place, to be bold, to be tenacious, to be an ambassador for Christ and not to shrink back, but to continue to move forward in confident faith, knowing that it's your prevailing prayer that's going to amount to much. Amen. Amen. Father, we bless your name. Oh, we lift up the name of the Lord our God. Well, Father, we thank you, Lord God, that if you are for us, and since you are for us, nothing and no one can be against us. Lord, we bless you. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall be glad and rejoice. We are glad today. Today is the day you have made. So today there's provision in today. The provision is today, not someday, not some one, some year, you know, not well, God is sovereign. So one of these days, it's going to just kind of work out. Today is the day of salvation. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall be glad and rejoice in it today. Expect provision today. Expect God to speak today. Expect God to move on your behalf today. In the mighty name of Jesus, you stand in faith and we see those mountains crumble down. You stand in faith and you see the valleys be raised up. You stand in faith and you see the assignments drop off like dead fruit. Today, valiant soldiers, today you stand in victory. I don't care what it looks like. We're not looking to the promise. We're not looking to the results. In other words, we're not looking to the results. We're looking to the Lord our God, who if he said it, it is done. It is a done deal. The timing of it is of God. But we know that we keep our eyes on the promiser. And as we keep our eyes on the promiser, which has given us the word of God, the promises of God, then we know that the promises are ours. We stand in faith. Amen. Hallelujah. You're victorious. Don't ever move from your position. You are needed right where you have been positioned in Christ. I can't stress this enough. I feel it very strongly in my spirit now. I cannot stress this enough. Do not move. Do not waver from your position. Stand. I don't care what comes against you. I don't care what comes against me. I will stand. It is a resolve. Firmly resolve. Stand in your authority. 